Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Your hour of drive time begins now with your host, Jay Mamie, on the Jay Mamie Talk Show. Good day, everyone, and welcome once again to the Jay Mamie Talk Show. This is Jay Mamie. And you have now entered your hour of Thrive Time. Thank you for being with us yet again today for another fantastic show. And boy, I have to tell you, today is one of those shows where I'm packing 10 pounds of groceries in a two-pound bag. <laughs> if you've not had a chance to check out our program before, make sure you hop on over to the jmamietalkshow.com. There you'll find access to a library of phenomenal episodes, rebroadcasts, that you have the ability to binge here for as long as you want. And every broadcast is stellar. I don't just say that. I say that because I've heard the feedback from others. Every broadcast is just full of actionable, implementable, relatable content and information. And that's the intent of this show. That's how you thrive. So we're going to have uh, an opportunity today to experience the same thing. But before we dive into my two guests, I just want to remind everyone, right now we are a few weeks away from those repayment, those student loan repayments starting again here in the U.S. And I know the panic is starting to set in. The concern, the public concern for those that are student loan borrowers continues to reach new heights. How do I know? All you have to do is read the headlines. Hear what's happening. You can't turn on any social media news agency or headline or news media uh, or whatever uh, whatever platform you're on and not see a headline from a news program talking about the different ways that the federal government, that there's programs available, resources to help those that are in really in deep concern about the instituting, the reinstating rather of those prior student loan payments. While our corporate sponsor, Student Optimum Services, has been helping people for the last 10 years find financial peace of mind through their student loan forgiveness program. They are the go-between. They're the licensed arbitrators with 10 years of experience, over 5,000 clients that they've helped bring more peace of mind into their home because of the student loan forgiveness that they have helped others qualify for. Reach out to them, studentoptimumservices.com forward slash jmamie. It'll get you a free consultation. Take my word for it. I've had many in the past who have said to me that they have found relief and they have now been uh, relieved of this burden and many millions of Americans are going to experience that that burden coming up soon. If you're in that situation, studentoptimumservices.com forward slash jmamie. Make sure that you reach out to them. And I also want to take a second to let you know my book, 10 Toxic Traits That Keep You Broke, Busted, and Disgusted, A Closer Look 
at progress inhibiting behaviors is now off and running. It is already a smash hit. I can't tell you the amount of reviews that I keep receiving every hour from people who are finishing the book and they are just screaming how great the book is and what's amazing to me and what makes me feel good inside is that these folks these wonderful readers continue to really echo an underlying theme that they felt like i wrote the book for them and met them where they were at and that's the purpose of writing a book uh, i encourage you 10 toxic traits that keep you broke busted and disgusted you can my book at djmamie.com forward slash toxic. Now we're going to come right back with our guest and I want you to know that you're about to hear from two amazing people. Jill Tupper is not only a global speaker, a neuro leadership innovator. She speaks to the higher executives about staying calm in the middle of crisis. But now she's a CEO and founder of Global Warrior a boots on the ground initiative in the Ukraine. You're going to be amazed how this woman was able to annihilate her comfort zone and what she knew for many, many years as a speaker in the global scene uh, with entrepreneurs and executives speaking about staying calm in crisis. Well, it's one thing to stay, stay calm in crisis in a corporate environment, but it's a whole other situation when you are trying to remain calm, whether you're a leader law enforcement, or an average family in the middle of a war zone. She's going to speak about her amazing experience. She's still there now. She's going to be with us today. And on the heels of that, Steve Spiro, the founder of Spiro Global and the author of the Tao of the Master Connector. He's also the LinkedIn Live host of the Master Connector show. He's with us today because he also had to have an experience where his Prior shyness, his insecurities that he had for the longest period of time, he had to break that comfort zone. And I tell you what, you cannot become a master connector of people if you're shy, right? If you are insecure, if you have anxiety, you cannot become a master connector. He had to go through a metamorphosis and decided that if he is going to serve the world better, he has to break through that comfort zone that kept him indoors. Now he's a master connector with thousands of connections online. But more importantly, he connects people for the good of their futures, for their good. He's got a phenomenal story. He's going to be with us, Steve Spiro. Folks, we've got a fantastic show. Make sure you come back after the break. Hey everyone, Jay Mamie from the Jay Mamie Talk Show. Excited to announce that my 10th book, 10 Toxic Traits That Keep You Broke, Busted, and Disgusted, is now available on Amazon. And since its release, the readers have reviewed the book and have left stellar reviews as they have come to recognize the book as a valuable resource to help them identify those toxic traits that keep them from becoming the best they can be. Those stumbling blocks have to be identified. And in this book, 10 Toxic Traits That Keep You Broke, Busted, and Disgusted, we're going to dive into a closer look at these progress-inhibiting behaviors. The book is going to be a tremendous resource. It is for many already. Pick it up at Amazon. 10 Toxic Traits That Keep You Broke, Busted, and Disgusted. At Evernorth Health Services, we believe costs shouldn't get in the way of life-changing care. 
and we're doing everything in our power to make it possible. Behavioral health solutions that also keep your projections at their best? It's possible. Pharmacy benefits that benefit your bottom line? It's possible. Complex specialty care that cares about your ROI? It's possible. Because we're already doing it. All while saving businesses billions. That's wonder made possible. Learn more at evernorth.com slash wonder. Welcome back to the Jay Mamie Talk Show with your host, Jay Welcome Mamie. Welcome back, everyone, to the Jay Mamie Talk Show. How often do you have a chance to speak to people that are, say, boots on the ground in the areas where crisis is happening? Uh, and not in a way that it involves any military action in terms of boots on the ground, but I mean in terms of really diving into the trenches of helping people where it matters the most. I mentioned the beginning of the show, Jill Tupper. She's a global speaker now more than ever, <laughs> right? But she's a leadership, a leadership innovator. She's the CEO and founder, and that's why she's on the show today, of Ukraine Warriors. Uh, it's p- Powered by Love. It's her own foundation. Um, she's got an incredible uh, mission of what she's doing. But just to give a little bit more backdrop on her, uh, you know, she has always been involved in helping businesses and organizations and individuals achieve greater productivity you know, in the midst of uncertainty um, by really igniting the power of purpose that they have within them uh, in their corporate life uh, and, and does motivational speaking, leadership coaching. I mean, she's got an incredible resume, but all of a sudden she finds herself in Ukraine. Uh, in theater, trying to help people where three years ago, she'll tell her story. That's the furthest thing that she was thinking about ever doing, right? Uh, a fascinating individual. We're excited to have her. Jill Tupper, welcome to the Jay Mamie Talk Show. I'm so excited to be here, Jay, with all the amazing things that you are doing to make a positive impact on the planet. So thanks for having me. Thank you. Thank you. Well, I know you're busy, so we're going to get right to it. Okay. Uh, you've got plenty of things that you've got your hands uh, wrapped around. Uh, I think what, what, I, what most people want to know, uh, I know I did, when you and I had a chance to chat early on, was how do you go from a world of corporate coaching and training and branding and speaking to find yourself in the middle of a war zone? Please walk us through how that happened. Wow. It was a curveball, you know, one of those life incredible curveballs that I did not see coming a little bit of a precursor. So I have worked several months um, in different places in the world, Nicaragua during the time of the Contras. Um, I've been in different places, India, Africa, and I've done a lot of leadership training through the years. And I've worked in multiple arenas where uh, with the poorest of the poor, with Mother Teresa's missionaries in Calcutta, Ethiopia, and then in Italy. So I've had some global experiences. So uh, at the same time, um, when someone asks you to do something that's totally jumping out of the boat, right? Uh, And you know that you need to go. I mean, it was clear beyond a shadow of a doubt when I was asked to go to Ukraine, it was by Heroes International, Greg Montella, amazing man. And I was terrified, but I said yes immediately. Knew I needed to be there. Thought I would be initially just um, helping, you know, transport people, keeping people calm in the midst of the chaos, providing food, whatever the immediate needs were. And I am also very calm in crisis. So I knew I could boots on the ground, um, be a calming effect in the midst of all the chaos. So let me ask this, when you arrived, well, when you got the call to go, obviously you're, 
traveling globally, doing all sorts of uh, almost like mission work. Right. Um, it's not something that you were fearful of. You, you it's it's familiarity to you. But Ukraine. Right. You've, you've got a, a war zone. Right. You can go to right. Nicaragua. You can go to a bunch of places. There's no war. Right. There's, no, it, it, there's no bombs dropping. It's OK. Right. No. But, you know, you, you knew that you were going into, you know, a very difficult situation. What yes. went through your mind? <laughs> and, and did anybody try to talk you out of it? <laughs> oh, wow. Oh, this is great. Uh, <laughs> I tried to talk myself out of it. Um, no, it was wild because immediately it was like my heart jumped, leapt out, and I said yes. And then I was terrified. And I'm thinking to myself, Jay, oh my gosh, my son is 24. I was 24 and my mom died. I can't be out of the, the mix. My daughter's 21. We're Gilmore girls. We're so close. And, and then, um, when I talked with both of them, there was this sense of you are made for this. And I go, Whoa, Whoa, Whoa. That wasn't the answer I was looking for. <laughs> and then another organization that I do a lot of their leadership training, their global leadership training, um, they ended up, uh, saying, well, we so believe in this for you. We want to buy the ticket. And so literally within 14 hours of saying, yes, everything's locked in. And I'm terrified for the next two weeks, terrified. But I start calling in a lot of volunteers. So I mentor a lot of young adults from really all around the world. They were like jumping in, we're creating all these different pieces that we had these inklings that would be helpful to encourage, to, to strengthen, to uh, help them become warriors powered by love in the midst of this horrific crisis. And so we pulled together. And literally about three days before I left, I have this inkling that there's Young Life. I don't know if you're familiar with Young Life, but um, Young Life is also in, I thought, I wonder if they're in Ukraine. They were. And so then all of a sudden now I'm taking like eight suitcases of things all over to people in the midst of the war. But still, I had no idea how I was going to be used in this. So when you arrived there, kind of walk us through. You've never been in such a situation. 99.999% of most human beings will never find themselves in a situation like that. What's the first thing that you saw uh, that that really caught your attention where you said, okay, this is this is real. This is real. Um, I would say, um, <laughs> well, once I landed, I've got a lot of stuff to get through customs, mm -hmm. right? And I, I landed uh, into Moldova at the beginning of the third month. Okay, so May 2nd is when I arrived. And um, it was, I, I was really feeling this sense of once I got on the plane, the fear broke. But for the two weeks prior there was a lot of anxiety. My eyes were wide open. I was like, I know I'm supposed to go, but this is terrifying. And uh, it really goes along with my keynote that calls goals, guts, and grit. You've got to have guts to go for it. And then you got mm -hmm. to have grit to stay with it. That's right. So there's no shortcut. And I knew I'm here. And as I arrived, uh, I was in, obviously you can't fly into Ukraine. <laughs> so you fly into neighboring countries, getting across the border. But before we got across the border, I was in Moldova and every country, you've got to understand what's going on here, Jay, every surrounding country and all the Western parts of Ukraine are filled with internally displaced or refugees, people fleeing for their lives. So 
Moldova is completely filled along with Poland and many other surrounding countries with people that don't know where to go, what to do. And so every building, every room, every gathering place is filled with mattresses, if we're lucky, sleeping bags, and people are living there and they're dealing on a bathroom with one sink, right? Wow. And one toilet. This is just the reality. So I saw everyone in this high level of anxiety and I go, wait a minute. I think I can help with that. I don't know if this will work, but I do this with executives, you know, and young adults um, in the U.S., how to conquer crisis and to calm in the midst of it. And I said, I don't know if it'll work. And they said anything. So I probably met with about 12 at that point. And um, everyone was in their highest state of anxiety, the sympathetic mm -hmm. system, fight, flight, freeze, or flat. Right. And in three hours, we were able to shift them into their parasympathetic system. Well, interesting, <clears throat> excuse me, interesting with that is that the next day, all of a sudden, three organizations show up. Each one of them had people who were there the night before in the training, and they said, we've got to deploy Jill all over Ukraine. And that was it. And then we're making slides from some of my keynote work and leadership training I've done in the U.S. in, in uh, translating them and we're laminating them because we don't know if we're going to be in bomb shelters, if we're where we're going to be. And sure mm -hmm. enough, I was taken in across the border. And that's intimidating because you realize this could be it at any point. And you're facing, you know, huge blog posts with just like you would see in the movies block posts with tanks. You've got military people with guns. They are really looking at me. Uh, most of the women had already fled Ukraine by the time I arrived and children, at least those first three months. And so there were almost no women. And so I was very much scrutinized as I was allowed across and then taken by myself in an undisclosed military base. And I can't say much more about that. This was in Mykolaiv. Lots of bombing going off. I've never been around anything like that. And mm -hmm. I didn't know why I was there. And once they brought the interpreter in and no one I knew was allowed to go with me, I found out it was psychologists. Um, it was doctors and it's soldiers and it's chaplains. And they said they had heard about my work and wanted me to train them how the neuroscience of calming in the midst of chaos. And I said, mm -hmm. guys, you know, I'm not a psychologist. Um, and they said, we know we don't want a psychologist. We want you. They all, even the psychologists were saying, we've learned so much about neuroscience, but we don't know how to apply any of it. And you have taken it to the point where you're training us to mm -hmm. be able to apply it fully and completely. And it was from then on, it took off. Did you find that these, these <clears throat> folks uh, that are esteemed, right? You mentioned psychologists. Mm -hmm. uh, these are Ukrainian or from different yes. countries, right? Okay. Yes. Um, how open, obviously they had, they, they had to be open-minded um, mm -hmm. because they brought you in, but how <laughs> receptive were they to receive new instruction um, to, to really implement your teachings uh, to, to the folks? I mean, were they open to that or did you find any resistance to it? Well, I think what's really intriguing is <clears throat> I get zero resistance to it. And it wasn't even my idea. This is the thing that's interesting. I wasn't knocking on any doors, Jay. Once people heard, they called me in. So I, I never asked to come in and bring anything. 
I was taken from organization to church, to military base, to hospitals, to bomb shelters, to um, uh, hidden locations where high ranking officials and their children, their wives and children were being hidden. And so I never knocked on any door. No one, although I do have obviously credentials, I was an occupational therapist and my master's is in leadership, but I worked with spinal cord patients. So my focus has been on neuroscience before it became popular. And I've always been intrigued how it all interconnects, but I'm not, uh, when you said teachings, it's really not information, it's integration. Mm. So I developed a methodology for the last 20 years where as we go through it, they are integrating this. So they're personally experiencing it. And it happens across, we've gotten to the point where we can train 80 to 120 at a time. And the entire room goes into their parasympathetic system. And we've gotten clear as people say, okay, what works the best? And they would just ask me, I said, well, it looks like this. You know, it looks like two days is the optimal training in the in the war zone if we can manage it. And of course, that all depends on how close to the front lines were people were. Mm -hmm. But we saw it work with large groups. And then we saw it working with they take me to an individual who had jumped out of a window because Mm -hmm. he was in his flight, you know, and that was in Bucha. Or I've worked with a woman who saw her son in her home blown up in front of her eyes. And we were able to interrupt Uh, with neuroscience interrupt, it's sort of a, we call ourselves a 1.5 response team. We're not doing PTSD. We don't wait for it to set in. We reset the nervous system at an early spot. That's really what we're all about. Who would you find? I mean, obviously everyone was receptive to this, but who needed it the most? Was it those in leadership there or was it the average mom and pop with kids just, just not not knowing whether or not the next bomb is going to take them and their kids out or or whether they are able to go back home and have right. any kind of life again. Uh, who had the most crisis experience that you found really were embracing this integration more than others? Um, hands down, everybody. Wow. I'm sorry. It just is the way it is. You live in uncertainty and you're in chaos and it's everyone. Now, were you getting pulled in different directions uh, or did you stay focused in one particular with one particular group or one particular area? And are you the only one doing that? Because I would imagine the the, the burden and the workload yeah. must be massive right. right? and intense. Yeah, it's totally massive and intense. Um, so, no, they communicated with one another and they passed me. So I never directed the time whatsoever. I was passed from hospital, then to refugees, then to teenagers, then to leaders, then to um, first responders. I had no say in it. They just would make sure I was taken care of and passed. And there were times, Jay, I didn't even know where I was going. Wow. (laughs) I had no idea where I'm going. But well, we'll see where this one ends up. (laughs) It was incredible. Um, Mm -hmm. From what we can tell, and I'm not saying it's not happening other places, Mm -hmm. we have not heard of anybody doing what we're doing. And um, uh, necessity is the mother of invention. So I get here something I've been training people in much longer training. We took a snippet of it and it began to hit a target we never could have imagined. And so now we've trademarked and we've trained some team members. We are being asked to go back and train hundreds of thousands now. 
Wow. And to train trainers within mm -hmm. Ukraine. So I was going to ask you what the next step is, but when we come back after the break, I want to dive into a few things because there's a lot to still uncover here. Number one, uh, you're using translators to uh, to really, as best they can, translate your message. And mm -hmm. I'm sure that might have its own challenges. You also talked about neuroscience. I'm a big neuroscience uh, uh, buff, right? And and the, the ability to tap into neuroscience to calm the mind, right? I want to dive into a little bit of that because, I mean, you want it's, it's one thing to get into a car accident locally and start, try to stay calm. It's a whole other ballgame when you're involved in, in the day-to-day -day of the unknown. Right. And that's what most people are dealing with. So I'd like to learn more about that. And then I know you're looking to get more awareness to the organization. Right. Mm -hmm. We're going to talk about yes. that. And then what the next step is. We're going to do that right after the break. Are your emotions leading your responses to situations or are you living a life where all your capabilities are in balance? This is Randy Bowles, the Coherence Warrior. With disciplined behavior of less than 10 minutes a day, I live more efficiently and effectively with inspired actions. Let me help you learn how to use your heart's intuition to guide your brain to lead your mental, physical, and spiritual capabilities to higher levels for longer periods of time. Visit CoherenceWarrior.com and I look forward to serving you. Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. How to get 30, 30, to get 30, to get 20, 20, 20, to get 20, 20, to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month? So Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. Hey, everyone. Jay Mamie here from the Jay Mamie Talk Show. Excited to announce that my 10th book, 10 Toxic Traits That Keep You Broke, Busted, and Disgusted is now available on Amazon. The book is already changing lives since its release. We take a closer look at those progress inhibiting behaviors that continue to become the stumbling blocks to your success and the better version of you that exists. If progress is important to you, then pick up a copy. 10 Toxic Traits That Keep You Broke, Busted, and Disgusted now available on Amazon. Welcome back to the Jay Mamie Talk Show with your host, Jay Mamie. Welcome back, everyone, to the Jay Mamie Talk Show, having a phenomenal conversation with Jill Tupper, the CEO and founder of Ukraine Warrior, giving us the inside scoop on what's happening on the ground there. Jill, I want to pick up where we left off, but I, I want to pick up with the neuroscience because it's one thing for someone who's experiencing mild crisis. They get into a car accident. Maybe they lose a job. Uh, if you're a CEO, maybe you've got some PR problems, right? I, again, it's a crisis. It's a whole other ballgame. When you are in positions of leadership over there, your business is gone. Your, 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 your house is gone. You have no idea what the next three to six months look like, let alone a year. Uh, you're, you're, you're living in, in buildings. That's crisis. So how does neuroscience and what the integration of neuroscience, how did that even, how can that, could that even get in, uh, have any success or any degree of, of success when the crisis is so grand? You know, I you bring up such a good point. And the crisis is so much more than what you just described. Mm. Um, air raids are going off. Wow. I've yeah. 
uh, bombing where I've literally felt shaken, thought it was the end of my own life, took a few deep breaths and thought the second bomb, that was it. Mm. Um, I can tell you that I've been places where we have no electricity, where we have no drinking water, uh, where obviously there are, um, you know, lights out at a certain time and all the shades are shut. You can't go outside. It's curfew. And so there's way more than you can imagine that they're going through every day and kiddos are going through it. And what's initially most everyone, women and men left, but now that it's continued to go on, the, the level of overwhelm and exhaustion for people trying to start new somewhere else, some don't have the resources, some don't have the physical well-being and health, some it's just too much to tackle and they want to stay and fight for their own country. So I can't begin to describe, I wish I could really tell you what it's going on because these are people I know, these are my friends now, these are people that are part of my family, my life. And so it is beyond anything you could imagine. And um, neuroscience is so applicable. And and here's the thing, I've I've studied a lot of it, obviously, through the years. But what I have found is it becomes so much head knowledge. And again, I think that goes back to my quote, that is, no one needs more information, we need integration. We are in what I call prefrontal cortex is fat. You know, it's just fat you know, fathead. We love, we love information, but Google right. has the market cornered. And right. if information was enough, everyone would have perfect finances, perfect health, perfect families, perfect relationships. It doesn't work. And hmm. what it does do is sometimes shoot yourself in the foot because then your brain uh, confuses you and convinces you, you know, something just because you know the fact. Okay. So what I find is that again, everything I've done is more in terms of training like a triathlete, train like a warrior powered by love, training mindset as opposed to information. So, you know, a good trainer doesn't just give a sheet of paper and say, good luck. They're going to go through it with them. They are going to train them in the nuances. So what we found is the nervous system is not designed, as you know, as well as I do, to stay in the high sympathetic system. It wasn't designed for that. If it stays there, all the natural functioning of the body, all the natural fueling of the body, the natural filters of the body shut down and it will kill them over Mm -hmm. time. And you and I both know you go to any doctor and you can discover that 98% of most illnesses are traced back to the number one killer, which is stress. In our last minute here, there are, there's just not enough awareness yet of Ukraine warrior. Give us what we need to do. What needs to happen so that people can come beside you, not only and continue to expand Ukraine warrior, but the resources need to become available. Uh, in our last minute here, what needs to happen in order to continue the expansion of Ukraine Warrior and helping as many people as possible? Oh, thank you so much for asking. We're actually called Global Warrior. Um, mm-hmm. We were birthed in Ukraine because that's where, where it happened. But we're now being asked to go other places in the world. So if you feel, any of your listeners feel a passion to make a boots on the ground difference, mm. um, I guarantee you we're it. So global-warrior.org is our brand new not-for-profit because we didn't see this coming. 
And now what we need is we need 128,000 to finish out the year. That's very, very small, tight, tight, but we really need to get back twice and begin the training of trainers. The next level we want to do besides creating our kits, besides we've been asked to create an app and a learning platform. And we eventually prayerfully soon, we'll have pockets of trainers all over Ukraine and other places in the world. So this is a new methodology from what we can tell. Uh, it's not the only one out there. It just happens to be one that is really practical. And we come in at a 1.5 response. So what we do is interrupt trauma. Everyone's experienced it before they become traumatized. So we need significant funding. We need significant People who understand the global world, right, and who have a passion for this, um, you know, I we need a team. We've already got a team here. It's all volunteer. We need to take this up to the next level. We already know the need, and we have been asked by over 10 organizations in Ukraine now asking us to come back and train hundreds of thousands as well as train trainers, which we know will be the fastest way to be able to interrupt and circumvent long-term PTSD and generational, just horrific consequences of war. So yeah, contact us, feel free, get a hold of me. My Instagram is just Jill Tupper right now because it's all happened so fast. Uh, and it's small. My LinkedIn is Jill Tupper. Um, we need your help. If you at all feel passionate about making a difference, volunteering, funding, being a part of sourcing this, we need you. Well, Jill, we're going to put absolutely. It's 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 the world, right? It's the world. It's, it's, so it's the lives of others, right? Yeah. So we're going to put up all your information at our website so that people can find you. I mean, just ready reference. Uh, and I encourage our listeners to participate in something that is going to have major, impactful ramifications for years and years to come. And you just never know whose lives you're going to touch that you will never meet here. But they will, uh, you know, you will know at some point in the future that life that you've touched, yes. um, the results of that. Thank Bless you for being on the Jay Mamie Talk Show. Thanks, Jay. Blessings. So grateful. Folks, we're going to be right back after the break. I'm David Kazarian, president of Student Optimum Services and a licensed debt arbitrator. We have one mission in mind, to cut down the $1.7 trillion in federal student loan debt by as much as possible and help hardworking Americans just like you achieve financial freedom. Our process is not a settlement or a refinance. We are not a bank or a lender. We are on your side, and we go up against these lenders to get you on track for student loan forgiveness by utilizing programs offered by the Department of Education. These programs are available to you regardless of the school you attended, your employment status, or employment field. Over the past 13 years, we've helped thousands of borrowers save millions of dollars on their student loans. Student loan payments are resuming September of 2023, after being on hold for over three and a half years. So the time to take action is now. You have nothing to lose but your student loans. Visit www.studentoptimumservices.com slash to schedule a free consultation today. Hey everyone, Jay Mamie here from the Jay Mamie Talk Show. Excited to announce that my 10th book, 10 Toxic Traits That Keep You Broke, Busted, and Disgusted is now available on Amazon. The book is already changing lives. Since its release, we take a closer look at those progress-inhibiting behaviors that continue to become the stumbling blocks to your success and the better version of you 
that exists. If progress is important to you, then pick up a copy, 10 Toxic Traits That Keep Your Broke, Busted, and Disgusted, now available on Amazon. Welcome back to the Jay Mamie Talk Show with your host, Jay Mamie. Welcome back, everyone, to the Jay Mamie Talk Show. I'm excited about this next guest. Him and I connected way, uh, well, I would say probably about uh, 15, 20 years ago. And uh, through the power of LinkedIn and, and really being intentional about making new connections, him and I have crossed paths again on LinkedIn uh, about two weeks ago. And he looked familiar. And as we had a chance to finally speak, we, we figured out where we had met back in New York, back in my stomping grounds in White Plains. And uh, here we are today. And the, the progression that Steve Spiro has had over the last 15, 20 years or so has been nothing uh, short of astounding and what he's been able to do in his ability to go beyond his his na- natural shyness, because he's going to share that now in a minute or two, but take that disadvantage and, and really make it an advantage where he is now connecting with people, where he is now connecting with people from all walks of life for their betterment. And that's what a true connector does. They connect for the benefit of others. Steve is not only an author, he's uh, the new author of a best-selling hit called The Tao of Master Connector. Very few people can write a book like that, and he's written it. But he's also a consultant. He's an inspirational speaker. He's got his own dynamic show called The Master Connector Show. Uh, He's known to be a go-giver, and very few people uh, can say anything short of him being a master connector. Those who know him well, we're excited to have him pick his brain. Steve Spiro, welcome to the Jay Mamie Talk Show. Well, I appreciate that. I'm going to try to live up to those great words. I appreciate (laughs) it. It is crazy how we met in 2008 so many years ago and reconnect like this. This is awesome. Well, you know, sometimes when things are meant to be, they're meant to be just not at the time where you would hope that they would be, right? Sure. But it, the future sometimes can bring things that you didn't expect years earlier, and here we are. And, and I believe the value of you being on the program today is to drop nuggets of wisdom to others on not only how to become a master connector, but how to overcome adversity, how to overcome even personality uh, disadvantages like being shy, like you were at one time, to now you talk to anybody, anywhere, anytime, right? So there's a a transformation that occurs there that I think a lot of listeners are interested in hearing about that as well, if a better version of themselves is what they're seeking. So let's go ahead and dive right into it, Steve. I'd like for you to... Have our listeners learn a little bit about your earlier story, a little bit of your earlier journey, if you could share that. Yeah, I mean, born and raised in the Bronx. Uh, my dad was an entrepreneur. Um, you know, kind of he had a liquor, he owned a liquor store in New York City, but this swayed me from going into that. Uh, I wound up going into advertising marketing, went to high school for that, which is where where I met my wife, went to college for advertising. And, you know, I grew up. I wouldn't say we were broke, broke or poor, but we had no money. Uh, parents got divorced pretty early. I was picked on, bullied, learning disabled, dyslexic. Um, didn't realize some of those things back then. It just who it just how it was. I just didn't even think about it. Right when I used to have to read out loud in front of the class, it was I got all flustered and my ears turned beet red. And anyway, uh, just it was just who I was. And and but I had a chip on my shoulder. I always wanted to succeed and grow. And I, I thought advertising would be the way and I did really, really well in it. Had a really cool career, traveled, worked with celebrities it was amazing. Uh, then the economy shifted things dried up and I was out of work. But I had met 
along the way through a good friend I worked with in advertising, a very successful entrepreneur who took me under his way, took on a mentoring role with me, got me on a path of self-development books and audios and networking. And he was the one he challenged me. He said, Steve, you, you need to meet three strangers every day. And, you know, when you're from New York, you know, Jay, right? You talk to strangers, they're going to shoot you or kidnap you right. or whatever. And right. I just, <laughs> I did it. And it, it stretched me. It got me out of my comfort zone big time. And I started to amass the network and caught some attention and um, started to, you know, initially it was very forced. It was very awkward. Probably around the time we met, it was probably still in that awkward stage of just, you know, just meeting people because he said you should meet people, right? Uh, but eventually became more of a go-giver and started, my heart started to change and seeing how you can bless other people with, uh, with, you know, in many ways, right? Some of them is now, as you grow, I grew a big, con you know, group of connections, 18,000 contacts on my phone and 23, 25,000 LinkedIn connections, but who's counting, right? You know, <laughs> that that's an asset that I could bless people with, right? And so all sorts of things, all the knowledge that I've had in my head from books and, and all these different things. I could share and give that away. And so uh, it's been amazing, obviously shifted from the advertising world into technology, now consulting, I do business automation. But, um, you know, inspirational speaker and, and like you said, have the, have the LinkedIn live show. It's It's been a it's been a whirlwind. Uh, you know, you said something about my disadvantages and eventually I'll do a TEDx talk, but it's in my talk is in our weakness. There's power. And I believe that those weaknesses can become your best superpowers. And, mm -hmm. you know, I, I'm very grateful that I was picked on because it gave me a little bit of an edge, a lot of an edge. I'm very grateful I had a learning disability because it gave me that creative problem-solving mentality to be able to overcome obstacles in a unique kind of way because I, I figured out my brain had to, I had to do it that way. So anyway, that's a long story, long, long answer to your short question, but there you go. No, but listen, I, I like a lot of the components that you introduced here because it, it's very nutritious to hear how somebody, uh, not only you were coachable to a mentor who asked you to get out of your comfort zone. Your comfort zone was walking around, spending your day talking to hardly no one, right? right. <laughs> so all of a sudden, having conversation with three strangers daily, you yeah. could have said to that guy, oh, absolutely not. Hell no, that's not me. But you took the challenge because you were hungry. You wanted to get better. And I think hungry people are special people. They do the un, uh, they do the uncomfortable things. And, right. you know, that's a conversation that you and I can have for, you know, at a different time, because right. I believe usually that's what you find as the common denominator among people that are hungry. They're willing to do the things that are uncomfortable. And that's how they succeed, which is clearly your story. I mean, you've made some great connections. By the way, I just want to let people know. LinkedIn or Instagram or Facebook, but specifically LinkedIn. When you have that amount of connections, 25 connections, some of you might say, wow, that's a lot. And it's, it is. But some of you might say, oh, that's nothing. You know, I've got 100,000. You have to understand, he's talking about what I, him and I believe, and I have also authentic connections. <laughs> Anybody can go in and click, 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 connect, 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 just because they want to have a storehouse. There's this, this almost ego-driven uh, uh, profile of thousands and thousands of connections, but you have you have nothing authentic, uh, no bonding with them. Steve's 25,000 plus connections are people that he has authentically connected with. Now, it's taken some time, but they're authentic connections. They're wholesome connections and same as mine. I don't have as much as you, Steve, because I'm really slow to pick who comes on, but it's authentic. That's what makes Steve special. 18,000 in his cell phone, that's amazing. He didn't buy those numbers. Those are authentic connections. 
which shows a lot about his ability to connect with people coming from a shy place. It's a fabulous story. But Steve, we all have watershed moments, right? We look back in our lives and we say, okay, that was a watershed moment that is responsible for who I am today. Looking back on your life, what would you say are those watershed moments that extracted from you the person you are today? I would say, you know, the first big one was starting a company, you know, you know, not being able to get a job out of college, which you, you go to school, they say, go to school, get a good education to get a good job. Right. And I couldn't get a job, you know, so starting a company, taking, taking fate into my own hands and starting a company. And I, my partner was a, a couple years out of college. We, we were flying by the seat of our pants, man. And we, I learned a lot of lessons there, but it was a great experience, right? So that was one water, watershed moment was that. And then eventually uh, meeting this mentor that I spoke about, right? I mean, having somebody in your life, like, I, like I've like i been blessed to still to this day. In fact, he just called me, I, I, which we're playing phone tag right now. But having someone in my life where I can, it's sort of like a GPS, right? I mean, I, I can't. I don't know if anyone listening to this remembers. I do distinctly remember I was in outside sales for a while driving around with these Hangstrom maps where you would have to put it over your over your steering wheel and try to navigate how you want to get to the next location. And it's crazy, but we have GPS today, right? Now we have GPS on our phones, right? Back in the day, there was the, the Garmin's and all that. And that took the stress level down. But having GPS is great for driving, but having ha GPS in your life, and not only just in a business perspective, right? There's a lot of buzz today on you know, business mentors, especially in jobs, right? And those are great, but, you know, I've had mentorship on marital stuff. I've had mentorship on financial stuff. Those are, these are things that if you talk to your mentor at work, you're probably, he's going to go to HR and you're probably going to get in trouble, right? It's not the kind of stuff you would talk to about. And this is not a life coach either. And I don't pay him, which is kind of interesting. It's been amazing. But so that was one other watershed moment, having that person come into my life and then, you know, when the, the, you know, the whole economy shifted and I had to reinvent myself, that was a moment where I had to really get out of my comfort zone, continue to get out of comfort zone. I went to art school, art high school, art college. I had no thought in my mind ever to go into sales mm. and to make it worse, go into copier sales. I mean, listen, on the evolutionary scale below the chimpanzee and the orangutan is a copier salesman. So I figured <laughs> if I could, do, I could do anything, uh, but did well, but. But I did that for a while. And so that was a watershed moment. And, you know, I, I think the last one I'll talk about and I'll turn it back to you is is getting on broadcast and doing that LinkedIn live show. And I got a chance to, you know, our, our partnership is coming to an end, uh, me and Cameron, but my co-host with my show, um, he just stretched me and pushed me in because I had gotten approved to LinkedIn live, which at the time was really hard to get approved, but I somehow got approved. And then I'm like, what am I going to do with this? I know I should do something with it, but I got I got on the show. He he kind of partnered with me, and I and that really stretched me a lot, you know, in in that kind of piece, and and got me really because I always wanted to pursue speaking, but I felt like this was a great platform through COVID where I could get out there and really touch lives and be a blessing and and really impact people. In fact, throughout COVID, during that time frame, I felt more connected than ever before than anyone that I was ever before because of being connected through social media, through Zoom calls, and so forth. So those are some of those moments. You know, as, as you're sharing those, those three uh, critical points of your life, here's what I kept hearing. Each of those components had an underlying theme. 
there had there was a, a degree of risk, right? Yeah. Reinventing yourself, risk. Going into sales, copy machine sales, risk. LinkedIn live broadcast, big time risk, right? Yeah. Finding mentors that can steer you in the wrong way because many people find mentors that just derail them. They don't accelerate their success. That's risk. So those watershed moments, I'm listening to him saying, wow, risk, risk, risk. Steve had to take a degree of risk. Now, I don't think it was vagabond risk. I think it was calculated risk, um, yeah. which there's something to be said about that. But he was willing to, to stick his neck out on the line for change. And that's important. Those, those, that's what watershed moments do. They force you to change. And sometimes it involves taking risks. So I really appreciate you saying that. Can uh, I make one more sure, point around that sure. real quick? Uh, with the mentorship piece and, and, and with the broadcast too, I've learned also that if you're going to listen to somebody and take mentorship from somebody, check the fruit on their tree. Do, are they in life or do they have the fruit? Mm-hmm. And I checked the fruit and that's what made me comfortable in that calculated risk you were speaking about. So just want to throw that in there. No, I'm glad you did. Hey, we're going to go to break now because I want to take a, a just a, a, a moment here to listen from our sponsor. They've got to throw in their, their two cents as well. But when I come back, I want to continue to talk about mentorship because there are so many high level players that value mentorship. You're an example of that. Yet there are many more who do not. Right. And if, if you seek well, there's no shortage of good mentors out there. But the problem is that people don't seek. I think there's reasons for that. I want to come back after the break and get your thoughts on why people don't seek mentoring more to their own benefit as opposed to not, which is to their detriment. And we'll pick that up after the break. Hi, this is Jay Mamie. As a lifelong fitness enthusiast and professional bodybuilder, I know the importance of removing impurities and flushing out toxins to maintain a healthy colon and intestinal system. This is why I take and recommend Renew from First Fitness Nutrition. It also has helped me replenish my probiotics, which is necessary for a healthy gut. Learn more at healthyfriends.firstfitness.com. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Have you been hurt in a trademark accident? Has a patent injured you? The awesome lawyers at Rosenthal IP Law can help. Kidding aside, your business could be hurt if a competitor uses a name or logo that is too close to the name of your business. Imagine losing sales to that competitor when a potential customer finds them instead of you. Or even worse, if a competitor wants you to stop using your name and change it. Your investment in marketing and manufacturing and the goodwill you've built with your customers could be lost if you are forced to rebrand or retool. Rosenthal IP Law has the experience and know-how to protect and strengthen your brand and trademark in the U.S. and internationally. If you are interested in learning more, contact me, Larry Rosenthal, founder of Rosenthal IP Law, on our website at rosenthal.law 
no.com, just Rosenthal.law, R-O-S-E-N-T-H-A-L.law. Please note that this is not legal advice. Hey everyone, Jay Mamie from the Jay Mamie Talk Show. Excited to announce that my 10th book, 10 Toxic Traits That Keep You Broke, Busted, and Disgusted, is now available on Amazon. And since its release, the readers have reviewed the book and have left stellar reviews as they have come to recognize the book as a valuable resource to help them identify those toxic traits that keep them from becoming the best they can be. Those stumbling blocks have to be identified. And in this book, 10 Toxic Traits That Keep You Broke, Busted, and Disgusted, we're going to dive into a closer look at these progress-inhibiting behaviors. The book is going to be a tremendous resource. It is for many already. Pick it up at Amazon. 10 Toxic Traits That Keep You Broke, Busted, and Disgusted. Welcome back to the Jay Mamie Talk Show with your host, Jay Mamie. Welcome Mamie. back, everyone, to the Jay Mamie Talk Show. Having a phenomenal conversation with the master connector himself, Steve Spiro. We left off talking about mentorship. Now, Steve, I know there are many who play at a high level. There is those who play at a high level that value mentorship. In fact, just like you said, like I've said, I've had mentors. Um but many do not, and to their own detriment. Why is it that so many people avoid or don't embrace the idea of having mentors to help them avoid the landmines and accelerate success? Why is that? Did I say stupidity? No, I'm, I'm not going to say that. I, I, there's no, nothing I mean, wrong I with think, that answer. <laughs> no, I mean, there's no, an I element of truth. I, I think there's some to some degree ignorance. I think, you know, maybe it's something that not everybody has grown up with. Right. I think when you when you get into the wealthier circles, you see there's a ton of wealth of, of mentorship in those circles that people have. Right. You know, I, I mean, I grew up in the inner city. Right. Initially in the Bronx. And, you know, the, the, the father, you know, there wasn't wasn't very, you know, often in the, the family unit because of the way that culture is, you know, in the inner city environment. So I think there's there's some 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 people that come from different places in life didn't have that didn't see that right in fact they might have saw the opposite or maybe they look to mentors drug drug dealers or you know or like rap artists just just because they they were people that were showing some kind of success so I think we all see that right uh, what I what I found though is we all have some kind of mentor in our life many times it's mentors from afar, you know, I mean, we all kind of hear, you know, the, the Gary V's, the Grant Cardone's, the Ed Milet's, they're amazing. Right. And, you know, I have people that have claimed that they're their mentor. Right. But have they been in their house? They have, they been, has that person been to their house? My mentor has been to my house multiple times. I've been to his house more times than I can even count. I can even think, I, I don't know, just hundreds, probably maybe, maybe closer to multiple hundreds. So having a real relationship, right? I, so the reality is, I think what happens is people don't really understand. They don't see it. Maybe it's hard to the, for, for them to relate. I think as men, we tend to be ego oriented and maybe it's hard to submit to another male. But what I found in the relationship and a mentoring relationship is that I have the power because he, my mentor said, basically he said, listen, you're going to ask me advice. I have to work. It's your life in my hands. So I have to really be concerned that what I'm going to tell you 
is going to be good because I don't want to, I don't want to mess you up. So I really feel a lot of faith and strength in, in that relationship. So, um, yeah, I mean, the, the reality is, you know, I'm not sure why people don't. Uh, I think it is the smartest thing you could possibly do. If, Like you said, if you're going to walk through a minefield, you want to be the first, or you want to be right behind somebody. Uh, I've also heard that wisdom is not what you, you've you learned yourself. It's actually with true wisdom is learning from the mistakes and the experience that others have had. And that's true, true wisdom, right? Most people want to make the mistakes on their own, but it's so much easier if you could stand on the shoulder of giants and, and you know, leverage what they have, the experience they have versus trying to kind of re reinvent and recreate everything from scratch. You know, I think at the end of the day, that's exactly, and I hate saying that phrase, Bill O'Reilly often says, stop saying at the end of the day, it just perks him. So Bill, I won't say that. Uh, when it's all said and done. <laughs> that's better. That's better, right? So when it's all said and done, it's number a, a few things you said. You have to be humble enough to recognize you don't know it all. And maybe somebody else can help me with my blind spots. But it takes humility. It takes suppression of pride. And it also takes, like you said, being able to, to, to submit in a way uh, to someone else's, uh, not authority, but, uh, but knowledge and, and credibility and and hopefully true genuine care and concern, yeah. right? And oftentimes I think that's where the rubber meets the road. It's tough to find a person who has all those ingredients. And oftentimes uh, when we do find someone who may showcase those ingredients, they turn out to be fake and phonies. And people are right back to hiding in their corner or you know right. steering clear from those who call themselves mentors. If that's that's the challenge here, right? But if you find a good one, you're good as gold because they will pour into you life changing value. I want to talk about your book in our last couple of minutes here, the Tao of Master Connector. Number one, what inspired you to write that book, and what message did you set out to relay to the readers? Yeah, so I mean, my my whole life, my whole life purpose is to be the light, to uplift, inspire, and encourage. Right, and you know that's when I, you know, that's what the purpose behind our show, our Master Connector show. That's the purpose when I go out there uh, and I'm, I, I do keynote speak, you know, speeches, and, and talk in front of groups of people is to really inspire people. And the, the book is an extension of that, right? Um, but the the word, the Tao, or is a, is a I want to say Chinese, but there, there's no language Chinese. It's Mandarin, it's, you know, but but Tao is um, the same basic meaning of dough. And I did, in you know, my book, uh, you could see on the, on the, on, on the image here, there's a, there's a, there's a black belt there, right? Because I have a double black belt, a couple black belts. I think, I, I don't know if I shared that part, but, uh, trained in the martial arts since 83, couple black belts, right? So the martial arts took a big part of, of my life. And by the way, that was another watershed. I, I missed that part. Mm. I, I, we didn't talk much about that, but that is a watershed. But the the do, karate do, or bushi do, do, is the way or path, right? And so that always in, uh, impacted me. As I started studying the way of the warrior, which is what bushido means, the way of the samurai, uh, if you watch the the movie The Last Samurai with Tom Cruise, it gets into that. There's a real way, and I, I I was attracted to those kinds of things as a young man. I also loved you know Ar you know King Arthur and then and the, the Knights of the Round Table and chivalry and and doing the right thing. 
So the Tao or Do is the way or path of a master connector. And there's a lot in that word Tao. It's I'm not a Taoist. It's not what's not a it's not a religious religious thing. It's not at all that, but it's just the way, the path. And because Bruce Lee wrote a book, The Tao of Jeet Kune Do, and there's even a book called The Tao of Pooh. I figured, mm-hmm. okay, we'll go with Tao. Because if I wrote the do or do, everyone would be like, "What's what does that mean? The do of a master connector. Because it's really the do, but they would just read it as the do. So at least the Tao, mean, it's the same meaning. But that is the purpose. The purpose is to show people the mindset, the mentality. It's not the how-to, which will be probably the sequel book, the how to become a master connector. But this one is the way. In other words, the mindset. What's the thought process behind it? And a lot of it, 98 to 99% is a combination of my experience in the martial arts and what I learned there as a student, as an eventually instructor, and then also what I learned as a mentee and now mentor and all the things that I've learned in those in those realms and life experience in general. So let me ask you this. Who is the perfect person to read this book? In our last two minutes here, not every book is meant for everybody. Right. But you you wrote the book with an intention for someone to read it. Help the reader, help the listener right now identify whether or not this is a book that's made for them to read. Well, on the, on the top of the of the book, it says, you know, inspiring you to kickstart your success journey. And then it also says inspiring you to get out of your comfort zone. Yes. And the, the subtext says, you know, the, the way an introvert became a master connector. So, yes. If you're an introvert and you're looking to become more of a connector, sure, that is a great person. But I believe anybody that really wants to kickstart and Mm -hmm. get out of their comfort zone and really become others focused, there's four pillars of the show, there's four pillars of my book, there's four pillars I speak about, um, which maybe I don't know if we're going to get on the the next question, but but that's that's really what it stands for. And so if you really want to grow and get out of your comfort zone, I believe this book is going to help kickstart that well we're going to have the book up on our website anyhow the dow of the master connector we'll have that for our listeners to to go and purchase we've got one minute left here and i want to ask you there, there i know that you you mentioned four you have four pillars right we don't have time for four but what would be one pillar that you would advise any thriver to abide by that has made a difference in your life the, the biggest one I would say is be a go-giver. And I, you know, I had Bob Berg who co-wrote uh, the, the book, The Go-Giver with uh, John David Mann. He had him, we had him on our show. He's a great guy. The, being a go-giver, being others focused, right? That has been tremendous for me. So when you go out there connecting, if you're thinking about other people, not yourself, it's great. When you're thinking about other people, you're going to start to be more open and authentic because you're not trying to pretend to be somebody else to get them to do something. You're others focused. So others focused for sure to coin his phrase, be a go-giver. To me, mm-hmm. that's been a major, major thing for me. And it's made a major impact and difference in my life. And I believe whoever embraces it, it'll make an impact on them too. Folks, that wraps up another fantastic week of Thrive-Minded content on the Jay Mamie Talk Show. Until next time, keep thriving.